the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, 10 to 11, where we discuss and reject political talking points of both parties designed specifically to seize your liberty and grow their power. If you care to participate in the show, give us a call at 312-642-5600. Now, Macbeth has has told me a couple weeks ago, listen, you've got to watch all the Sunday shows, because I was watching the clips, the pertinent clips, of which there was a plethora to pick from this week. But particularly, what I found that was outrageous is both meet the press and face the nation. Now, Meet the press with F. Chuck Todd. F. Chuck Todd, by the way. P- stupid people all over. You made me very nervous there for a second. I know I did. I like when you pick up your, you know, that giant thing you call a head and you look at me peculiar like you should have hit the dump button seconds ago. But F. Just be Chuck- careful. Eventually I'll start throwing this thing around and people will get injured. <laughs> F. Chuck Todd. There should be statues of him all over the cars of stupid people on the dashboard because he is a monument that anybody can achieve anything. With F. Chuck Todd being on a Sunday morning show whose complete agenda is very, very simple. And that is to not just undermine Trump, which it is. It is to undermine any agenda that isn't that of Bernie Sanders, that isn't that of uh, Cornell Beecher. The guy he had on today was beautiful. Did you happen to catch any of it, Macbeth? No, I don't watch that garbage. Oh, beautiful. This guy comes on and he's he's a Harvard socialist, which are my favorite kind of socialists. He's a Harvard show, socialist, and he his claim. I would love to go through your hierarchy of socialists. At his some point, claim that was that the Fortune 500 companies, all the Fortune 500 companies, and all the big businesses, they're watching the Alabama election to see what happens. Because if it's one thing the Fortune 500 country, uh, companies are interested in, it's if Roy Moore becomes a senator from Alabama. So the re- what we're seeing now by the socialists disguised as Democrats is that they are claiming, listen, if you have any moral standing, you must reject Roy Moore. Now, I have, if you've listened to the show before, no I, moral standing. I don't like Roy Moore either. I think it is outrageous that this guy thinks the Girl Scouts is Tinder. It's despicable. It's disgusting. There's no question about it. However, you know what I think is more outrageous? A socialist who believes that women can, can adopt uh, or uh, abort babies up until they have the baby. 
See, that's the, 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 the righteous indignation of Democrats that I find laughable. They pretend to have moral standing or moral high ground when what they're preaching is, is not just the tyranny of your property in socialism. That's not it. They're preaching that you must accept their agenda, that you must yield to their uh, uh, agenda of abortion, which as a, a person Aside from political parties, just as what we believe in the liberty of individuals is that that baby has as much right to live as the mother who who carries her. That's how I feel about it. It's not a Republican Democrat thing. It's a liberty that 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 the the life itself has unalienable rights that its mother cannot take away from it. And the reality is what we've come to learn, this isn't 1956 where we pretend we don't know what an abortion is because they call it an abortion. It is the ending of a life. Now, I don't care how you try to justify it. That is outright evil. So the idea that you're going to shame us into supporting a guy who promotes the slaughter of the babies as somehow that's a better agenda than a guy who likes to date teenagers, which is despicable and disgusting in its in its whole but we have played the game of the lesser of two evils for 50 years and the people of alabama much to the chagrin of all of the socialist hosts have it looks like they're about to elect a guy who likes to uh date teenagers but here's something i found fascinating is that frank lutz of fox news with the red socks and the plastic on his head that he pretends his hair We've talked about guy? him before. And here's the other thing. Uh, there. If you're listening and tomorrow morning. Is his next book going to be how to lead 30 people into admitting their chickens? I find it laughable. It's hilarious. Macbeth, that a guy who whose first morning action is to put double sided tape on his head somehow is the authority <laughs> on something on anything. Because the minute you find yourself with that double sided tape and you're strapping plastic to that sculpt and you want people to believe it's hair, you have the agenda of nothing. You cannot convince me of anything. Your opinion means nothing to me. But to Fox News and its listeners, he's a big hit with the Red Sox. But one thing about Alabama that I found uh, shocking is that he, you know, it's a, first of all, it's a huge Republican stake. I think it's two to one. Trump won Alabama, which isn't that surprising at all. But what is surprising is when you um, when you talk to the uh, voters and the voters give you their opinion, it's kind of eye opening that, number one, I do believe each state has the right to elect who it wants to elect, right? I mean, how would we feel if somebody came in and pointed out that Dick Durbin is married to a lobbyist, has been part of the Chicago Cook County uh, uh, Democratic Mafia for 40 years, that his only real, his pretend job was that he, he laid way at some college where it's a political parking lot, a bastion of, of political sycophants, to waiting to get money behind him so he could be a senator and become worth tens of millions of dollars. We wouldn't like that, right? The people of Illinois have decided that this bell-bottom scoundrel, he's our kind of guy. So the idea that other states have an opinion or that people on, on the East Coast get to slander our Dick Durbin, I would find, you know, for the socialists out there, they find that offensive. Yeah. 
So, but one thing I, I think is undeniable. Do you have the clip of the guy in Alabama defending Roy Taking Moore? away any, any uh, thought yeah. that it might not actually be Alabama? See how touch we are with Forrest Gump's uh, It was life. a different world. 40 years ago in Alabama, uh, people could get married at 13 and 14 years old. My grandmother at 13 was married. At 15, had two children and oh. a husband and a job. If Roy Moore was guilty, if, if he was at the mall hitting on this 14-year-old, old 40 years ago in Alabama there's a lot of mamas and daddies that'd be thrilled that their 14 year old was getting hit on by a district attorney <laughs> I can't put into words how much I want to punch this guy oh uh, I tell you what on behalf of my 14 year old for all you district attorneys out there oh man nobody yeah. is going to take her out all right you're going to need all the sheriff security you can handle if you come to my house take out my 14 year old which is a year older than what this guy said is acceptable now his grandmother might have been a mama at 15 but to me that's despicable and disgusting and outrageous whether it's 40 years ago or 400 years ago i do appreciate that about sean and i love him for it so the thing about alabama is Man. let them do what they want and we'll deal with the blow i don't know I mean, you know, I remember the question I asked you in the hall before we came in. That's where the the show takes place. It really is. It's the best part of the show. (laughs) There's no between the bathroom and the coffee maker. There's no question about it, because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, we have to go through this information. And one thing that we laugh about is, number one, and we'll get to it later in the show, the tax bill where we've been harping on it for a month, Macbeth, at least a month, Uh, about a month. Yeah. The information comes out, they vote on it like the Democrats for Obamacare, and now you find out there's a 100% tax bracket. Actually, it's a, it's a little more than 100%. That's going to be great for the economy. <laughs> we got the phony jobs number, the phony GDP number. So we're inundated with all this information at our fingertips, and we're watching as a party that used to identify to represent our values is now taking part in the mobocracy we rejected loads Two years ago. And we have to pretend that, okay, now we're going we're gonna to try to try to get these guys to see it our way when the reality is what we are living through is people who pretend to be representing us that are totally determined to rule and seize our assets. That's what Republicans are. They are so interwoven with Democrats that when you see these Sunday shows, they grab on the, the most friendly socialist Republicans and they come on and they, they chant the same ideology of Dick Durbin. In fact, it was fascinating today. You had Dick Durbin, you had um, Bernie Sanders, and you had the Democrat, for, or I mean the Republican woman from Maine, Macbeth. The Republican woman from Maine, her, her name escapes me. She's got that, she looks like the Dutch boy that fell off the can. What's uh, is that Snow? No, 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 no. We'll have to look that up. But she comes on and she's, she was the one who, I didn't really like the tax bill, but I voted for it. Kind of the same thing that Johnson did in Wisconsin, where they pretended to have some sort of a disagreement with it. But in the end, they step and fetch like the most of them. Come on, Susan Collins. Susan Collins. That's her. Where Susan Collins comes out and she's their favorite. She talks like uh, Catherine Hepburn a little bit. And she's their favorite Republican who has the same ideology as Dick Durbin and Bernie Sanders. Which, by the way, Bernie Sanders was on the Sunday talk shows, and he was calling for a revolution of ideas. He was calling for, we need to change the format. And he wants not, somebody, something other than his 150-year-old ideas? Not one question about his wife who's accused of bank fraud, and now the, the, the deposition started. Not one question. See, that would have been the first one I let off with. This is the Liberty Hour, 312-642-5600. If you're on the line, stay on the line, I'll get to you. Call if you want to participate in the show. Thank you. 
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every week, where we do reject the talking points. Sometimes we do get pulled off into the gutter with them, in the case of the Roy Moore running against the absolute socialist and ooh, let's be surprised you know what reject roy moore everybody embrace the pro baby murdering pro socialist agenda pro keynesian economics don't worry we're going to get there with republicans anyway Well, real quick we talked about why i mean trump didn't about face on this and i think people talked him into if they lose one vote in the senate he's sunk he's not getting anything done he's barely getting anything done now so well you know he's what the, the operative question what i said in the hallway was if Roy Moore gets elected, over or under 24 hours in the U.S. Senate. Yeah, I disagree with that. I'll tell you. Really? Yeah, because, and, and first of all, I think there's a constitutional issue. You can't just throw a guy out because you don't like him. The people have chosen No, 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 no. I think, I think you know, we'll, first, get, we'll get you in and you quit. The idea that we're going we're gonna to pretend that Roy Moore is the line in which the Senate, right. riddled with corruption, scoundrels. I mean, but here's that's the, the thing. thinking. That's the thinking it's, in the Trump administration. You're better off to take a ride home from Roy Moore than you were Ted Kennedy. I mean, if you really want to get... Well, you're not going to get us wet. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe. But listen, we do have, I do have one of my favorite callers on the line. And if you're on the line, stay on the line. But I'm going to go to Tom. Tom, Deer Park, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good, gentlemen. Uh, how are you? Wonderful, wonderful. And nobody in here is a gentleman, but go ahead. <laughs> the reason for my call, uh, you know, you referenced that uh, that uh, tape that uh, showed the voters talking about how 40 years ago, uh, you know, how they dated, and, and it, it spurned a thought and the reason for my call. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go much further back. You go back 50 years ago, and if you were a black athlete from the north traveling to the south, you couldn't stay in the same hotel. Well, wait a minute. Because of Jim Crow and the segregation. Yeah. Additionally, a mere 50 years ago, they had separate drinking fountains for blacks and whites. Well, wait so, a minute. There, there was a senator from Alabama. They have a the female black senator was on um, the one with the Crypt Keeper. Uh, Face the Nation? No. What's the one with the Crypt Keeper? Uh, I don't remember. The one that George Stephanopoulos' show where the other right. one fills in. The, the woman that's not, Heidi is not her friend. And on that show, the, 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 the other senator said, if you elect Roy Moore, he's going to take us back to segregation. Now, here's the problem with that, Tom. That's, that's number one. It's false. He did not run on any agenda of segregation. Um, Roy Moore didn't run on any agenda uh, pertaining to race. I disagree with a lot of his agenda, but by the way. At the same time, if, you're, if your main defenders are saying, oh, well, 40, 50 years ago it was fine, well, no, then you know, you got you to own the whole thing. Tom, really. you, you know this, and Macbeth, no. we've talked about this. We're reduced to... It's the it's the lesser of two evils. It's my my uh, my uh, garbage is cleaner than your garbage. Yeah, but this isn't binary. This is this is what it is. Of course, it's binary. No, it isn't. How could you say that? What's yeah, the but alternative? to my point, Sean. Yeah, to my point that I'm just sorry, but a lot of the people that are alive today uh, were there, and a lot of them weren't. But but history and tradition, mm-hmm. uh, I think that it's cultural, and I think that Roy Moore and Donald Trump are the avatars for an era that there's a, a lot of cultural appropriation that they wished it would come back. Wow. And I think it's a big part. Uh, forgive me, but I, I think there's a lot of evidence that, of the, the white Southern evangelical, and they want, they want some of the good old days back. Certainly not all of them, but there's a lot of proof and evidence I could cite that's out there. There is a sliver, it, yeah. It's, it's, 
I think it's I think but it's Tom, awesome. I think it's tribalism, but I think it's part of human nature, a bad part. Does that offend you more than the Potemkin GDP numbers and the fake economy? See, that's what that's what bothers me. That's what I wanted the show to be. In fact, you know, I was telling Macbeth before the show the fact that GDP numbers are pretending we're pretending GDP is three percent, and in that GDP number, they're not separating the government spending that's pr- pretending to be uh, uh, achievement and gross domestic product growth, and that. As intellectually, the the citizens of America cannot figure out that government spending is a fraud. Fake, 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 fake. Exactly. They can't figure that out. That's the real issue to me versus this this shiny object argument. But, Tom, I do love the call and I do love the point very much. But to me, it's a bigger issue than than I think these are the kind of arguments that promote bad things regardless of the outcome. Whichever one of these guys win, it's a bad thing. But my thing is, do we ever Correct? The, do we ever stop? Do we ever get off this fake economy? Do we ever get off an idea of a government that we're going to prove later in the show in this tax bill just wants to seize more from fewer, just wants to demonize se- sections of our economy, just is on the same path of a progressive taxation meant to do exactly the opposite of America, directly the opposite of liberty. What changes that? Or are we just going to talk about Roy Moore 40 years ago, how normal it is to date 14-year-olds? Give me, give me Mike on the north side because I love him. Mike, thanks for calling the show. How are you, buddy? Good, buddy. Thanks for taking my call. Let me tell you, Father Cozy from Sacred Heart Seminary and Favela Scalabrini will be proud of you. Oh. Sticking up for the babies. Oh. These Democrats have no soul. No. Forget about Alabama. We have to worry about Illinois. We got to push Genie Ives to knock out Caitlin Rauner. And I call him Caitlin because he's changed more than Bruce Jenner has. Oh, hey, listen. He's a degenerate. Now, Mike, do, do me a favor, because not a lot of people know I call the morning show. When Bruce Rauner was running, did I ever waver of my opinion of seven foot of stupid? Was I right no. on? I, you I, called him Lurch. You I, called him Lurch. I was, he, see, this is the biggest thing that bothers me, Mike, is that Republicans turn to the wrong people. Constantly. I think they're easily played, they're easily frauded, and they jump in with both feet because they don't have the foundation that we used to have, that we say we want. When you hear Trump, when you hear Stephen Moore, when you hear guys come out and invoke Reagan, they don't have a clue. They're not interested in the fundamentals that was alive in the Reagan administration. They just want to scam the people. And it's it's bothersome to me. And the reality is I don't see a way out. And so I had a, a Twitter guy. And he, he sent me a tweet. He's like, well, what is the answer? And the answer always is to reject the fraud, which is why a saboteur to your beliefs, like Rauner, he's worse than paint chips Pat Quinn was. Because we knew that paint chips Pat Quinn was, was against us. We knew he was a socialist. We knew what his agenda was. This guy told me he represented Quinn me. On his best, listen, Quinn on his best day never thought that he could make this a sanctuary state or push through government funding of abortion. But Rauner and Pritzker and Rahm... They all go to the same country club. They all go to the same wine club. They all got to go. Mike, I have I to tell you, it's the, the biggest. Or in the river, but they got to go. I agree with you. Mike, thanks so much for calling the show. It's always flattering well, when well, smart it, people you know, call the show. Ted Kennedy's not around anymore. Somebody's got to go in the river. Well, I'll tell you what. There's always a Kennedy lurking around the corner. And that's the other thing. Did you happen to see the, the golf club, the rabbit Kennedy that's running, running for our governor here? And he's running against. He's, he's a weird one. You know what he said? Did you I'm hear the commercial? Guy, he's just he's just a, uh, he's a little bit odd. He said reject even when people like me get tax breaks from Barrios. Because, see, here's the here's the unspoken thing. The Kennedys are a Democrat mobbed up family forever. 
They always have been. And this guy's taking advantage of all the tax breaks that he's claiming is a crime by Lou Costello Pritzker, which he's right, by the way. But all of a sudden, he's, ha- he's got a mea culpa. Now, I'm, if it happened to me, then reject it all. And the problem is the Democrats in Chicago, they don't care which one of these idiots get in. Just so the free money keeps flowing, the welfare grows, the nonsense gets spent to the barely literate schools, they just want well, you know the who gets to the keep bill going. Too. We do. And here's the other thing. We're moving out. I got news for you, Macbeth. Right. For me personally, who's I, you know, I own Liberty Real Estate Services. We know. And my agenda is this. I'm licensed in South Florida. Right. I take people who want to put money in real estate, and I tell them, you've got to be insane to put your money in Illinois. In fact, you should get out of Illinois and put it where it's, where it's treated with respect in Florida. I like South Florida because I like water. Plus, I look good in, in, in my speedo. Um, so I, what I'm saying is you have to you have to recognize that every one of these candidates, except for Jeannie Ives, and we've got callers on the line who went to her function. I understand. But but they're selling different versions of the same thing. And that's the same thing that's happening in Washington. National populism is not better than socialism. It's the same thing, only better managed. Sharon and Itasca, how are you, Sharon? Hi, doing real good, doing real good. You know, when I see, what I, it's what I don't see in this tax bill that's so worrisome. They have not encouraged more compliance, and people are not going to comply with their taxes, whether they move out, whether they fire people, or they just start hoarding their own income and plan for the day that they're going to be leaving this state. You're going to see what's going to be happening here in Illinois if this mess goes through, because it was not what was... Sharon, are you sure. vacuuming the sure. car? I can't. Oh, God, I love her calls, Something's up too. with the phone there. Yeah, yeah, we can't hear you, but I love her calls. But to Sharon's point... She's right. She's exactly right, per usual. But to Sharon's point, there's, a, there's an issue in the bill where there's an over 100% tax bracket. Did you know that, Macbeth? Is there a Democrat out there that ran on saying, I'm going to charge you 100 plus percent? Is there a Republican that did it? But remember, ladies and gentlemen, when this tax bill becomes a reality, and each and every one of you pay more, remember who passed it. It wasn't the socialist Obama and the Democrats. It's your friendly Republicans. Liberty Hour, we'll be back after this. If you're on the line, stay on the line. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. The journey's been long, and many said we'd never make it to the end. But as usual, the pessimists left one thing out, out of their calculations, the American people. They haven't made this the freest country and the mightiest economic force on this planet by shrinking from challenges. They never gave up. And after almost three years of commitment and hard work, one headline in the Washington Post told the whole story. The impossible became the inevitable. And the dream of America's fair share tax plan became a reality. When I sign this bill into law, America will have the lowest marginal tax rates and the most modern tax code among major industrialized nations. One that encourages risk-taking, innovation, and that old American spirit of enterprise. We'll be refueling the American growth economy with the kind of incentives that helped create record new businesses and nearly 11.7 million jobs in just 46 months. 
fair and simpler for most Americans. This is a tax code designed to take us into a future of technological invention and economic achievement. One that will keep America competitive and growing into the 21st century. Now, there is a vast difference between his description and what he did versus the manipulative, punitive, progressive policy of these Republicans today. Well, we're talking about the same things, essentially, because what he was putting in place is what they're now taking away. Exactly. Bingo. My guy, McBeth, I'll tell you what. For, you know, that, it goes to show you a head that size does have in it It has some, some advantages. Uh, it has some advantages. Disadvantages when you're getting uh, fit for a football uniform, but uh, yeah. Exactly. Or a tuxedo. They had to order me a helmet, not a joke. The reality is that under the Reagan's plan, not one American paid more. Not one. His policy was not to punitively attack People making X amount to limit them. And now on the Sunday shows today, if you watched them, once again, all the same talking points of this social net that it's that the Republicans want to destroy it. That uh, are we certain that the rich people aren't going to get a tax break? What Reagan understood was the fundamentals of either you have a real economy or a fake Potemkin economy like we have now. Fake, 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 fake. If only Reagan was here to give us 20 seconds or so on, uh, on uh, what we should be doing. For all tax reforms, economic benefits, so weak. I believe that history will record this moment as something more, as the return to the first principles. This country was founded on faith in the individual, not groups or classes, but faith in the resources and bounty of each and every separate human soul. Now, it sounds like he's arguing with the Republicans of today. Because their Sounds plan like he's channeling Sean from Elmwood Park. Their plan is exactly the opposite of that. Their plan is about limiting. It is about targeting. It is about manipulating and restricting the individual. That what they prove is that the safety net isn't there to catch us. It's there to restrain us. And they have created in this tax law a tax bracket. It's on the front of the drudge right now. It's called the Senate Bill Botch tax rate of a hundred percent. And actually, Macbeth, it's over 100 percent. So we're going to they're going to probably I don't know if if the coast to coast hosts, which I like to call cattle drive radio, will talk about it because they've been out selling this fraud, this Keynesian dream of manipulative, progressive tax bill by Republicans as if it was Reagan's plan. Now, we can all rewrite history in order to steal the future. That's the Democrats plan. That's their format. That's what they've done for low Four decades that I can think of. But here, let's this is in the Republican bill. Let's consider, for example, a married, self-employed New Jersey lawyer with three kids earning about six hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Now, that sounds like a lot, but he's a lawyer. His office rent alone is probably 50 grand, let alone his other costs, let alone New Jersey. His property tax is probably forty thousand on his house. Now, here's the thing. If he makes over a hundred dollars. There are $100 more than that $615,000 limit. You know what he owes in taxes, Macbeth? $105.45 for every $100 he makes over. Now, his wife is a stay-at-home wife, let's say, in this little story. Let's say she gets bored and she wants to get a job. She gets a job. For every $100 the Household wife... Household income's going up. Exactly. For every $100 the wife makes, you know what he owes? $107.79. Because in this bill that they forced... Other cohorts to vote on without reading it. This fraud with handwritten margins in it is the progressive tweaking that the Democrats dreamed of. 
In it is the restrictions of the individual in the name of the collective body called the middle class, which they get to pick and choose. So when you hear Democrats say rich people get a break, that's poppycock. The rich people who get a break may be the J.B. Pritzkers who've never worked a day in their lives that if an alarm went off in his house, he'd have a heart attack. Right. That the J.B. Pritzker's trust fund babies will be protected. I think if J.B. Pritzker went up six stairs, he might have a heart attack. These guys will be protected. Right. And and, and, the, and the people who make money in the way the government wants you to make money, you'll be protected. But the earners, the income earners who generate a real economy. See, this is the point. When you have a GDP number that they release that they say is great. When you have an unemployment number that's fake and frauded with Enron math, your economy is a lie. And they need to protect it with this punitive taxation. And that's what we're living in. Stock market isn't up. Your dollar's worth nothing. And they keep telling you it's great. Liberty Hour, 312-642-5600. I don't know what we're yelling about! You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every Sunday night, rejecting lies and propaganda is talking points. That we're having these talking point arguments. And the real nonsense isn't spewed from the socialist Marxist disguised as a Democrat. It's spewed from the Fabian, the fraud, the Keynesian Republican. And I'll tell you what I mean by this. Macbeth? You have seen my car steering wheel, and you know that it has bite marks in it. And they mainly come from when a, a fraud like... Is there any on your back? No, never mind. <laughs> a mainly come when a fraud like Paul Ryan, or, or a guy who used to be an economist, a former capitalist like, like Stephen Moore, come out and they do Stephen this... Stephen Moore's been disappointing lately. Oh, this demonizing of, of, of capitalists, this demonizing of individuals, when they say things like, oh yes, of course, blue states will pay more. Oh, and like value-added tax and everything else, border well, tax. Macbeth, let, let's explain to the people who, the smartest people in, in Sunday Night Radio are the people who listen to Liberty Hour, because you know well, what certainly we know? not us. States don't pay taxes. No, they don't, Macbeth. States don't pay federal income tax. You no. know who does? The individuals living in those states. Right. So when you have a policy that says, screw them, it's not only is it just more manipulation, it's anti-Americanism. It's anti-Reagan, whose whole agenda was about each and every individual and giving him more of his own property. This is lies and contorts and talking points designed to punish your fellow citizens. Meanwhile, they throw a lot of stories at you to distract you. Of course they do, because what they don't want you to realize is that these two Democrat Goldman Sachs financial advisors to Trump, they're the same ones who were money bundlers to Obama. And I'm talking specifically of Mnuchin and Cohen. Two fraud, investment banker frauds, who believe in a progressive punitive tax. Only them and their friends, they're not going to pay it. Because all these cutouts, they don't apply to investment bankers. They don't apply to lobbyists who are in industries they pick and choose. That what these Fabians want are the bands of tyranny which they can tweak and twist on you. At least a fraud like Jelly Belly Pritzker has has he comes out and tells you we're going to expand socialism and you're going to love it here in Illinois, right? Paint chips Pat Quinn, the dumbest governor ever to, ever to serve. He told you I'm a socialist and you're going to pay. 
And then what do we get? We get seven foot of stupid here in Illinois, Bruce Rauner, a fraud. A, who, who was part of the, well, the wine age is club. Right. It might be paint chips right? as well. Him and Rahm Emanuel are like a Mr. York and Tattoo of Fantasy Island. <laughs> That's what they are. They were hip tight. That when Rahm Emanuel pretended to be a, 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 in the private sector and go to work for two whole years yeah. and amass $16 million from investment bankers, it was Rauner cutting him the checks. So when he does these things like stab the people in the back in Illinois, what are you doing considering having him stay in? That if you're in Illinois and you're Especially not in, since there's a viable option, you're not in on this scam in Illinois. If you're in on this scam, and you know what, let's we're going to go to Steve in a second. Yeah, if, if you're a Republican, do not ignore the Illinois primary. Throw Rauner, oh my goodness, throw Rauner out, and in a national level, the first chance you get, stop tolerating, stop tolerating this fraud of national populism and these lies when they're now embracing economic numbers, when they're pointing to a successful economy, when they're pointing to a stock market, which doesn't show the strength of each and individual company. None of these companies are growing to reflect it. It's showing you that the, the value of your dollar can't buy its stock. That's what it's showing you. That they keep printing money and their whole plan is to keep faking an economy and pointing to numbers, economic numbers that are stimulated and are infused with free government cheese. That's what this is. So reject it because you can think more than one dimensional of these talking points by frauds. Give me Steve, because I told him we'd go to him. Steve, how are you, buddy? Thanks for calling the show. Uh, I'm doing well, Sean. Uh, the only way to make it here in the state of Illinois or Cook County is to being a teacher, work for county or work for the state, and well, then you've got it made, brother. That's the 1%, Steve. In all of these Thank democratic you. hubs, in the real world, the 1% isn't the rich man who could be rich today and gone tomorrow. That's not the, that's not the 1%. The 1% is the guy who, who goes to a ghost job, puts his feet up on some pretend desk, and waits for his pension to kick in, where he retires with blind increases based on nothing. Not performance of the investment. None of these municipal pensions, none of these, these government pensions are based on the return of investment. They're based on some contract that lobbyists cut with fraud investment bankers who were paid and charged to, do, to, to proceed with the money. These investment bankers get paid on the way in, on the way out, and the whole time, regardless of the investment. And the workers all in and the unions all in because it's a pretend return. And who underwrites us? Who underwrites it? All of us. The guys like Jim from South Elgin, the dentist. Jim, how many of these pensions are you underwriting, Jim? Oh, I think- well, I had to give up my pension plan. Really? Well, that's all right. Because it was a defined benefit, and it, you know, the problem is that they changed all these rules in the middle of the game. So sure. what it started yeah. out to be changed, sure. and that was one of the problems. That's exactly right. So, so for the capitalist, for the guy who had a pension, for the guy who put money away, it really doesn't matter that much. You know, I laugh every time these economists point to the stock market and they say, look at, look at, look at, because what they're trying to do, what they've understood and what they've learned is that the fraud of confidence, the fake confidence is what keeps people complacent. And if people realized that the unfunded liabilities times the debt by 10 times the credit, you know, I laugh every time, Macbeth, they point to the, well, you know, government or spending is up. Confidence is high. You know what else is up over 100 percent? Individual credit that everybody around is walking bankrupt, that all this Christmas shopping and all these nonsense numbers they point to are on credit cards. That's what the how many people, you know, actually have zero debt on their credit cards. It's all a scam. Reject the Potemkin economy. This is the Liberty Hour. It is the fastest hour. We only have one more segment. 
Yep. Oh, we got to do the comedian. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after this. your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. I know in my heart that nothing I have done as a senator, nothing, has brought this honor on, on this institution. And I am confident that the Ethics Committee would agree. How about being elected with ballots in a trunk of a car. See, this is what no one's talking about with this buffoon, this fraud, this, 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 I mean, I, can you say enough about a guy? How do you get elected? It is in, this is the modern age. It's like it's 1935. Oh, don't worry, I got ballots in my trunk. I forgot to have counted. This is how this guy first won the Senate race. And then how does he win again? Is because Minnesota is a, is a shameful display. It's it's only really second to. They, uh, I mean, it's 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 in the top three they of elected, socialists. They elected Jesse Ventura as governor. Well, that uh, that worked very well for them. And then they elected uh, Al Franken. I'm j- I'm just wondering who they're going to elect next. Well, I mean, anybody we who start a pool on that. Anybody who preaches the same nonsense that Al Franken. That first of all, the the whole thing about Al Franken, I, I'm really torn on it. Intellectually. He wasn't given the the procedure, I think, right. that he should have been given. Well, try the media in allegations, yeah. but more importantly, I think it's a weak jab. I think it's a it's a plan by Democrats to seize a high ground through a, a phony moral high ground ground by saying, "Oh, look." He stepped down. Well, and they're not going to address the Kennedys. They're not going to address the, the the Chris Dodds. They're not going to address the Menendez. How about this guy? There's also the generalized sort of, yeah, how about, uh, there's also the generalized sort of, um, you know, correlation between, okay, you know, here's Weinstein, Spacey, Dustin Hoffman, mm-hmm. yada, yada, Al Franken. They grouped in. What Al Franken did is not no. near that. No. And it wasn't while he was a senator. And I'm not defending Al Franken because he's kind of a turd, but, but. You know, you can't. But I will defend. You the have process. to look at these things individually. And right, if if you're going to be tried in the media, then at least let the everything come out. Let me ask you a question: Does Al Franken, in a picture before he was elected, yeah, of playing fake boobies on the on the? Can you say that? Nope. Okay. Hope you got it. I uh, caught it. But, uh, uh, you fake, know, yeah, yeah, fake yeah, tatas, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. <laughs> Can't say that either. Let's right. try again, Sean. All right. Whatever the he picture. Was, he, was he was staging a, comedian a photo with a part of her anatomy. Yes. Before he was a senator. Is that worse than a guy married to a lobbyist who money has flowed frequently and governments have given contracts? Well, see, that's to the thing. The, see, that to if me is stop, worse. Yeah, if you stop equivocating a lot of these transgressions as far as, uh, oh, let's, let's separate this and separate that and separate <laughs> that. When you look at what is overall best or worst. Not best, but, you know, worst of it. See, to me, what's more uh, offensive than some guy, and these are all offensive somebody things. somebody the system. Is somebody front-running information that they're voting on. Yeah. Is, is the fact that senators have stock portfolios oh, and yeah. have trading transactions Perfectly that are illegal. more than day traders, yep. that they've never had a loser because they're only investing on information they're making laws on. See, that's the scandal not that some guy likes to take a picture with his hand south of the border. That's that's gotta, just a scumbag. You know what? Uh, Franken's feeling sorry for himself a little bit. I don't know why I did this. I know nothing about politics. <laughs> I'm going to die homeless and penniless. I'm 20 pounds overweight. No one will ever love me. 
I disagree. Poor guy. He's got a contract waiting for him, Macbeth. Oh, he'll have a book. Oh, and every, oh yeah. He's CNN. Fine. He's got the. He's got the newest CNN show. He's gonna be on the Young Turks or something. No, what's the what's uh, uh, what station? Vanderbilt's grandson's name. Oh, uh, Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. He's gonna be way kicked. He'll be on six, sixty minutes exclusively because Al Franken. <laughs> They're gonna is, do him like Tom Brokaw, where they would bring him back every every uh, three months to do some Greatest Generation documentary. Right. Now there's that Schadenfreude where we're all we're all kind of glistening at the, or laughing at the Matt Lowers of the world and 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 the uh, Conyers, which by the way, what a disgrace of a guy this guy is, Conyers. And it's almost like he's from Cook County or he's an alderman in Chicago because you know who's going to take his seat? Either his son or his nephew. You got to laugh at the political corruption, and we just sit there and we're distracted by uh, Roy Moore and we're distracted by talking points when the reality is these punitive progressive tax laws pass. The scam of insider trading goes on. The lobbyists get richer. We get smaller. Liberty Hour. See you next Sunday. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.